Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Texas Private School Podcast. As always, I am one-third of your hosting crew, Wes Tolleson. Walker Lott and Ryan Schroeder both join me yet again. Ryan Schroeder from Stillwater, Oklahoma, and Walker Lott here with me in College Station, Texas. Ryan, how's, uh, how's the past few weeks been in Stillwater, and what do you think about the upcoming TAPS Basketball State Championships? Well, it's it's about time. It's about time that, that they've been coming here. I, I am super excited for the state championships this weekend. Um, and things have been good. Uh, Stillwater's been Stillwater. Nothing's changed. Uh, but I'm really excited this weekend for TAPS and, uh, and the state championships. Something that I've been looking forward to literally since the season started in November. So, Oh, yeah. It's going to be a great time. I will be on hand at the Basketball State Championships filming and shooting content for us and, and hopefully getting to see some of you and interview you. So that'll be a good time this weekend. Walker, Past week in College Station, I know you've been really busy editing the award show and all that. How's that going and how is the whole train moving along? Oh, it's I mean, it's it's on the final station, I would say. I mean, the graphics are mostly almost done. Uh, we finished all the finalist graphics. I'll tweet some out for like the bigger awards to kind of get get some buzz before the award show comes out. But uh, yeah, I mean, should be we should actually be recording the uh, the actual award show in the probably next two weeks. So, hey right around the corner, right before spring break for most of us. So that's going to be exciting. Feels nice to have all that pretty much done, doesn't it? That's about the biggest project we undertake and Walker primarily undertakes for the year, aside from distributing all the awards. We'll get into that yeah. later in the episode. But yeah, I, I bet that feels pretty nice to pretty much have that almost in the rearview mirror. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's the exciting thing. You know, it's one of the biggest things we do. I've been, uh, you know, we're getting the awards, you know, finalized, trying to figure them out. We're going to make, hey, the bigger, the better. We're going bigger this time. It's going to be really cool. And you know what? I might actually tag along maybe to a state championship game or two for basketball. You never know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the schedule is. I, I would love for that to happen. Actually, a year ago, a year ago now was the first time we all three met in person to cover the tap state basketball games. That was right after that was right when Texas uh, released the mandate on like the 20 percent capacity in a building. And it was the first yep. time we got to see like a full crowd for state championship games. And it was awesome. It's probably it was one of the highlights of my last year for sure. But I can't wait to go back cover more basketball and be able to be in that environment again, because I just, something about a basketball gym is, is unrivaled in sports. But on that note, we are actually going to take today and break down the 6A, 5A and 4A final four brackets. And who better to do that than the most knowledgeable man, knowledgeable man in Texas private school basketball, Ryan Schroeder. So Ryan, we're going to start with the 6A bracket that obviously features JP two, Antonian, Concordia Lutheran, and John Paul II, not in the order that I said, but you can break down both those semifinal games and just give us an overview of what we need to look for and the teams that are in that final four. So, yes, yeah, so you got yeah Bishop Lynch and JP2, which is going to be uh, the northern, um, what's called side of the 6A bracket. And I I originally had uh, Prestonwood Christian beating Bishop Lynch. Um, and, and this was just because of the fact that I've seen Prestonwood beat Bishop Lynch already this year. And I kind of just had that in my mind as the guy on, uh, on press was name is Vinny Sagonia. Uh, he's been a stud. He's a senior this year and he averages, uh, 16.3 points per game. He did all that he could for that team, but, um, he's kind of like the, it's kind of like the, you know, do it all kind of man for that team. So he's only as much as he could. Um, but that, that Bishop Lynch team is incredible. Um, they got a guy named Logan Epps. 2022 averaged 15.4 points per game this season and Bryce Davis, which is their man. Uh, another 2022 he's, he averaged 17.1 points per game this season with 6.2 rebounds per game. Uh, so I actually went to go see Bishop Lynch play earlier this year. Um, they played uh, St. Mark's at St. Mark's. It was a great environment for St. Mark's that uh, they have absolutely um, established themselves as one of the best places to or hardest places to play in taps or uh, private school in general. But Bishop Lynch ended up winning that game. I was very impressed with them. And they played that game without Bryce Davis, which was something that I, I thought really showed how good Logan Epps was. Um, and then it goes down to JP2, who, in my opinion, is just built a little bit different. Uh, you got a guy like Liam McNeely, who's kind of like, in my opinion, running the show there. He might not have the most points per game. He's averaging 16.8 points per game and 9.1 rebounds per game. He played on Team USA this summer. He's absolutely one of the best players. And the best part of it all is he's a 2024 player at, at that. So 
one of the youngest guys. Um, one of the youngest guys who puts out that much is definitely him. And then uh, you got a guy named uh, RJ Jones, who's their leading scorer, averages 19.8 points per game. He's a 2023. You got a guy named uh, Gabe Warren, who's also another 2023, averaging 16.5 points per game. And then you have this senior, Elijah Obaseki, who's the younger brother of Manny Obaseki, who plays at AM. Um, but literally another good player, four guys that basically run the show for JB2, and their death is just crazy. They have guys on their bench that also put up. Um, good numbers and they play a good amount of minutes. So in my opinion, uh, and this is, and I'll make the first pick here, but I think JP two gets it done here. Um, mostly just because although this Bishop Lynch is very, very good. Um, I think JP two gets done. However, I will give you all a little bit of knowledge last year. Uh, it was the same exact final, uh, not the same exact final four. I don't know, uh, what, whether it was the exact same, but, Bishop Lynch and JP two played in that Northern final four spot. It was so known that Bishop uh, that JP two was going to make it and was going to play Antonian in the finals for the second year in a row. And Bishop Lynch knocks him off. Bishop Lynch knocks him off in the final four goes and plays Antonian and Antonian wins. Here's the thing is it's happening again this year. Bishop Lynch is playing JP two in that final sports four spot. Again, the JP two lineup looks a little bit different than it did last year, but can Bishop Lynch, with Logan Epps and Bryce Davis, do that again and upset JP2. I don't think it'll happen, but they could prove me wrong. What do y'all think? So you're telling me that Bishop Lynch pulls a huge upset against a number two seed to meet a number one seed in the final four. Mm. I feel like I've heard this story before. Mm. Oh, yeah, like three months ago in the Taps football playoffs. They did the exact same thing against uh Saint, against Saint Thomas. Yep. To, and then eventually they met, they met Parrish and got bushwhacked, <laughs> but everyone got bushwhacked when they played Parrish. Mm -hmm. But I was looking at that when you were talking, and the parallels are unrivaled up mm -hmm. to the final four. Mm -hmm. Lynch just has the clutch gene. I mean, it's it's just funny to watch. First, I have to give a shout out. Lynch's athletic department, their uh their Twitter is one of the best Twitters I follow. I love it but it's just they really do have the clutch gene i mean never do they are they expected to make the final four and they always pull a big upset against a two seed and make it and they get matched up with a one seed the question is here will they be able to do what they couldn't do in football and beat a number one seed and honestly for basketball i don't think they can um i think obviously they're a great team uh, they're made the final four they have to be I think JP2 just on paper looks better. I'm going to tail Ryan because Ryan knows a lot more about basketball than I do. But I think JP2 probably gets it done in this matchup. Walker, uh, you're going to you're going to ride with Bishop Lynch. Or we we putting all the chips on JP2. You see, if this was football, like I I would have some responsibility <laughs> to know what I'm talking about, but I don't. And this is not my sport, and I love this. So I'm going to pick on favoritism as I always do. And the coaching staff over there for Bishop Lynch has always been very kind to me. I love those guys. They're good people and their colors are kind of cool. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I think they're going to get it done here. I'll go Bishop Lynch. You know, we have to remember before kind of, they had a couple down years the past couple of years, Bishop Lynch was a powerhouse athletically. It always has been. And I think they're going to, kind of rise back you know rise from the ashes and this is gonna be a big win for them so give me bishop lynch i love it i i, I made i sounded way too knowledgeable in my preparation i'm in the same boat as walker we're just we're, we're listening to ryan here and we're making our own picks basically just just based off the heat of the moment but we'll see if walker's playing with house money so he has absolutely nothing to lose and if bishop lynch wins he looks like the biggest genius on the planet so i i can't fault you that's probably the smartest strategy given Thank the circumstances you. i appreciate Ryan, that we got it we, we have another game in 6a what's what's that semifinal look like so this is the south and, I, and i'm i'm gonna sound stupid because i don't know a lot about the south but i'm gonna try to tell what i know and if i knew the south and any of them i think 6a you know i have a good idea um but this Antonian team is one that I was talked about on on uh, on our space on Twitter, the Twitter spaces, which we're going to probably do a little bit more of little uh, hint hint there. But we're probably going to do a little bit more of those um, coming up recently. But tune in next time you see us uh, live on one of those. But as I said on the live space or Twitter space, um, this JP, uh, this Antonian team is kind of equal throughout. Like they have a lot of guys that are equal and points per game. Um, and, and Xavier Martinez, their leading scorer, he's a senior, 20.6 points per game with five assists per game. Then they have a guy named Santiago 
uh, Ochoa, I think I said that right, uh, 2023, and he averages 20.1 points per game with 5.4 rebounds per game. Two guys that are basically in the same boat, but literally run this team together. But then you have a guy who's a 2025, Isaiah Fox. He's averaging 17.9 points per game, 5.4 rebounds per game. Um, and, and in my opinion, I think that's where you get to a point where there's no leading leading guy on this team. The guys under that are still scoring. There's still, I think there's still another du- double digit score below that point for per game. And I think that's just shows the fact that this team plays such like a, like a team they play, uh, they play with no one takes the ball away. No one, you know, owns the court kind of thing. And that's how Antonio has been so good. And I always used to say is reason why these San Antonio teams are, are, are in like, like Antonian end up being pretty good is because all the San Antonio public schools realized they could all go to Antonian together and power up and basically just be this dominant taps figure. Right. So that's what we got from Antonian um, from Concordia Lutheran who jumped out of nowhere this year. I mean, this is a team that I was told about back in November and they're like, Hey, you should watch out for Concordia Lutheran. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? What are you, what are you talking about? What are you but, saying? Yeah. But this team ended up being great. Their final four bound. Like I thought they would be um, when, once I saw who they were um, and this is Trey Miller, 2022, 17.3 points per game was 6.5 uh, assists per game, 3.5 steals per game. Um, I would have to believe that this guy gets it done on both ends from the stats. Uh, Jacob Hudson, 2023, uh, 15.1 points per game, 3.7 rebounds per game. David Gibbons, 2023, 11.7 points per game, 6.9 rebounds per game. I'm telling you right now, I think Concordian is a great team. I think once I heard everything about them, and then, and then I, I kind of, you know, stopped lying to myself that maybe this team was actually pretty dang good, that they were going to be final four bound. Um, however, you have to realize this is Antonian. This is the team that has consistently made the championship year after year, um, making the championship against Prestonwood back in the day when, when uh, uh, kids, there's, there's, there's kids in my house right now that played against Antonian in high school. Uh, when, when, when there's literally guys sitting on my couch who played against PCA uh, that was on PCA that played against Antonian in high school. And there is, uh, you know, JP two has already played Antonian back, back in the day. Like the, like this Antonian team is known for being good at basketball. And it's very well known that they are just um, the cream of the crop when it comes to private school basketball. So I have Antonian being Concordia Lutheran in, in this game. So mm-hmm. with, with all of my in-depth, elite analytical knowledge of Texas private school basketball. I also think Antonian, or I think Antonian's going to win this game. Uh, I think I'm not even going to pretend like I have anything really interesting to yeah. say here. I think Antonio's going to win the game. I mean, Ryan just pretty much gave you very uh, in-depth analysis on that. Walker, what do you think? Uh, Antonian, if you don't know, I have a kind of a soft spot over these past couple of years of doing this for the city of San Antonio. And uh, yeah, go Apaches. I love it. We have a unified front. So that brings us to the championship where we actually have two hypothetical championships. Me and Ryan think it's going to be JP two facing off against Antonian and Walker thinks it's going to be Bishop Lynch facing off against Antonian. So Ryan, start us off with scenario one where JP two plays Antonian. JV2 plays Antonio, and I won't run through the stats again because I already just heard them. But, you know, although this is the matchup from two years ago and what I thought it would have been last year, I think it's just it's, it's a little bit different this year. And I, the preseason pick, which I like to talk about because, you know, my preseason pick was JP2 to win it all. And I'm going to stick with that. Ever since November, I made that pick, and I'm going to stick with that pick as well. I think JP2 wins this game. But – Antonian has beaten JP2 and JP2 has beaten Antonian over the years. And I just think this is such a big rivalry. I would love to see um, JP2 get a win. I, I think that's, I think that's destined for them. And if not, they do it this year, they'll probably be back next year. Cause not a single guy I listed besides Elijah, Elijah Obaseki is a senior They're All the rest of them are juniors and sophomores. So I think JP2 wins it this year. And I think you'll see him sometime next year. JP2 has an Obaseki on their team. Give me JP2 to win the championship. Walker, you have Bishop Lynch versus Antonian. I I think I know who you're going to pick to win the, the championship, but but enlighten us. 
uh, give me Antonian in this one. You know, I, I, I like the San Antonio guys, you know, um, and they upsetted my favorite in the football season of Central Catholic during the regular season. And I thought, how could they, you know, against my pick? And I think they're going to, you know, do it again here today. I genuinely thought you were going to take Bishop Lynch since you already went out on a limb with them. But that that's actually solid reasoning. Let it be known, though, like Antonian did like stomp last year with uh, Bishop Lynch when they came to play in that championship game. So I have if say Bishop Lynch beats JP two again, I would, I would get to go down that same route of Antonian. It, it, like you can only beat the, you can only beat Goliath so many times is how I like to think of it. Good so point. Ryan hates Bishop Lynch. We'll move on now to, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on now to the taps five, a semifinals. Well, personally, this is the most exciting for me. I'm biased because I graduated from a 5A school, so I'm very familiar with all these teams, so I can tell you a little bit more, or I can infer a little bit more about them, I should say. But we're going to see D.C. versus McKinney on one side of the bracket. This is the, probably the individual matchup I am most excited for in the entire tournament. Ryan, I'm going to kick it to you because you know more about both these individual schools than I do. So break down what D.C. versus McKinney is going to look like on March 4th. So then this is a game that has already happened this year. And, and the reason, and the reason this is obviously is because they play in the exact same uh, district, which I think is kind of, you know, and we see that all throughout the tournament, every single time teams will obviously play each other. Um, when it comes down to it, they'll like, they'll play each other in uh, playoffs against some of their own district opponents, but final four wise was kind of how it was against us and grapevine faith back when I was in high school. Um, and this is going to be a shocker to some people. DC has already beaten McKinney Christian this year, 68, 65, uh, in the regular season. And what's called McKinney beat them 62, 55 when they were at Dallas Christian. So they lost at home. Both teams lost at home, right? Well, I bring this up to say that yes, Dallas Christian has beaten McKinney Christian, but I'll go a little more in depth than this Dallas Christian, uh, Jaleel Brown. Does anyone recognize that name? Yeah. Uh, Jaleel Brown is a 2022, 18.3 points per game, 4.4 rebounds per game. He's their leading scorer, oh, um, but he's also the football uh, star himself, too. So man can get it done on the court. Man can get it done on the field. Uh, the guy who hit their um, game winner, the last game, his name is Max Makeda. He's also a senior, uh, average nine points per game, 4.3 rebounds per game. Um, and And it's definitely been cool to see the journey DC has made. They, they beat my Frisco legacy who I, who I thought was going to beat them. Um, kind of, um, and fourth Christian who I a hundred percent thought was going to beat them. And they just did not, not get DC. They didn't, they couldn't get DC. And, and that's something that I was a little surprised by. Uh, but they got it done. Jewel Brown has been the, the scorer for them, but that's not this McKinney team. This McKinney team is filled with guys who I like a lot and who I've seen play a lot this year. I think Bobby McWard, 2023, 18.9 points per game, 4.4 uh, rebounds per game. Man is a shooter from three. Josh Thrower, 2022, 15.5 points per game, 8.2 rebounds per game. He's up there. He's like 6'6", six, six, I'd say. Jalen Wheeler, 2022, 11.2 uh, re points per game, 2.7 rebounds per game. He's, he's a guard. Um, but let it be known that this team just works so well as a team. It reminds me of Antonian, but the fact that Antonian has been together for so many years, I feel like this team is just like conformed together. Uh, a lot of guys came in on this team, but I really like how they play together. Bobby McWard is such a good shooter. Three point, probably the best three point shooter in all of taps, in my opinion. Um, and, and he's able to prove that on the court. So I'm just going to give you my pick here. I have McKinney Christian beating Dallas Christian. I think Dallas Christian's tear stops here um, to a powerful McKinney Christian team and a McKinney Christian team that beat a good grapevine faith team in the round before. And I think that proves something a little bit too. So y'all, y'all can, y'all can make y'all's picks. So I'm going to start off with a little bit of history here. Context is probably the more appropriate term. Talk to him, Wes. So, Oh, you're, you're going to enjoy this. So, McKinney beat Grace 77 to 35. McKinney then played Southwest Christian in the opening round and beat them 83 to 28. And we, so, were, and we weren't bad this year, too. But I saw that. Oh, I was great. Like, oh, Grace, oh. I, Grace wasn't great. But the transitive property then states mm. Grace 
greater than Southwest Christian. It's a good point. It's a good point. That so, was the con. That was the context. So, so this has a lot to do with the McKinney Christian Dallas Christian <laughs> game. No, I just lever on that face. Hey, Grace takes so much slander the last couple years. I have to, I'm like the knight in shining armor. I got to pull out the saber and defend us whenever I can. However, in terms of the actual game, uh, this is interesting to me because both these are, yeah, both these schools are in Grace's district. Um, McKinney just never, they they didn't thump teams as hard as I thought they should have. I really thought they'd blow out a team like Brook Hill. They only beat them by three. I thought they'd beat DC more than they beat them by earlier in the season. They only beat them by like six or seven. Yeah, they only beat them by seven. And then they lost to DC to lose uh, the district title outright, and they had to share it with DC. So, I mean, listen, I have my doubts about this McKinney team. I think they're elite athletically. I don't know what the hangup is. I've never seen them in person. I'm excited to see them in person this game. However, I think they have to get it done against DC here. And I I regret saying that because I I always find myself in positions where I have to pick against DC. And I don't like doing that, number one, because I think they're a very good athletic program. And number two, because your fans are rabid and will attack me whenever I pick against you. This is not personal, I swear. I just think McKinney's a better basketball team. So I can't wait for eventually whenever DC upsets them and they all give me grief on the court, just like after they won state in football. Walker, DC plays McKinney March 4th. Your thoughts? I'm going to go to the place I've actually – uh, been in the past year in McKinney Christian. I very beautiful campus. I love it. It's it's one of my favorites. The coach over there is an Aggie. He's a good guy. Uh, good players. Shout out Zeke Long. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go McKinney in this one. I should I should bring that up. Zeke Long does play on this team, this basketball team as well, and he is not. He's pro- if I had to put a fourth name on this list for uh, for Bobby McWar, Josh Thor, or Jalen Wheeler, it would be Zeke Long. He is the other guy on this team that I think is another solid defensive defensive guy to say the least. Yeah, I would say absolutely. I watched him play at Grace last year. He was very good. It, he he impressed me. And if that means if you know McKinney goes all the way, then SES lost the state championships state champions so that's not bad at all so by 60 but that's neither here nor there no i i have we lost the state championships or (laughs) state champions gosh never mind (laughs) let's keep going let's keep going please the other side of the bracket in the south region we see tmi episcopal take on the reigning state champions in 5a the woodlands christian academy ryan break that down for us on march 4th yeah so I mean, TMI is a team that I actually got to see somehow, some way. I saw a San Antonio team this year. Y'all might be surprised, but they played in the Fort Worth um, ISD uh, tournament. Um, but that was that was just a random tournament. I went to go see. Forge Christian played in that same tournament. Um, but yeah, the guy that stuck out to me was the six nine center, the three star, uh, Kendrick DeLuna. He's a 2023, um, and he's been offered by let me make sure I get all these ones right. Y'all ever heard of Illinois, the powerhouse of Illinois? Y'all ever heard of Oklahoma State University? Uh, y'all ever go pokes, go pokes. Yeah, I mean, he's getting offers from these high level schools. He actually got an offer for AM on June 1st. A A A, whoop. So, so Oklahoma State D one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma State <laughs> is is in fact. I think they are D one. I think. I, think they, uh, I, think that was I was looking at, but I was looking at uh, bracketology, and I didn't see them. I didn't see them oh, anywhere in the field or on the bus. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay, so TMI is Kendrick DeLuna, and I think he can almost probably. Um, he's like kind of like been the man himself to get every single like game so far like the second baptist game um i feel like he was putting in a lot of work not saying that the guards on that team are are not um good enough to be final four bound however i don't think kendrick deluna can make can make his team like i don't know if he could take over his team in that aspect especially against a team like the woodlands and the woodlands has um chance perkins who's a 2022 who's going to army west point uh, he's a commit and then funny enough, uh, you have an Army West Point commit, and then you have Austin Benini, a 2022 Navy commit, uh, and he's a three-star. So if you haven't heard of Austin Benini, go check Overtime or something like that. He's been on there, on those accounts, where he just like like sauces up a bunch of kids, then puts puts a little peace sign to the crowd. I don't know if he does that, that exact thing, but he has showed out against guys. And I, I have been so high on Austin Benini, I think since it must have been 
like December of 2020, I was talking about how good this guy was. I, I I've been saying this forever. And then he won the state championship last year. And I told everybody, I said, yes, I was right. I told y'all <laughs> and let it be known in November of 2021, about four months ago. Now I picked Williams Christian to win five a and uh, well, if I have them win in five a I'm hundred percent having them win against TMI. So put me uh, Woodlands past TMI here. That's probably a solid pick. Uh, you said pretty much everything I would say. I am incredibly excited to watch Austin Manini here in the state tournament. Um, he was probably the, the MVP of the whole tournament last year, in my opinion. He was very, very good. He's one of the most fun players to watch in all of TAPS. Give me TWCA here against TMI. Walker, mm-hmm. your thoughts on this semifinal matchup? Uh, you know, shout out Austin Benini. Love that. Uh, shout out TWCA. I love that too. Um, it's a great school. It's a really beautiful campus as well. But uh, speaking football wise, you know, TMI Episcopal <laughs> has Jalen Gardner on that team who dropped 17 in the last round against Second Baptist to bring him over the edge. I just looked that up on Twitter. And uh, Jalen Gardner is also committed to UTSA for football as a wide receiver, stud player. One of the best wide receivers next year. And uh, if that athleticism could be on the field and also on the court, I mean, plus him, like you said, Deluna, like you said, Ryan, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty unstoppable. So give me give me TMI of his cool. So if the guys offer by AM or place football somehow, that automatically just means something for you. So if they so if there's an Aggie connection or if they're good at the game of football, I think that's where Walker has his <coughs> I've yes. <laughs> Okay. You for you forget me and Walker are football guys before anything else. Right, so that's right. probably going to stand out. I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. But Walker's no. just picking chaos. Yeah, I'm, chaos. I'm, I'm unbiased too. <laughs> I'm a very unbiased uh, picker. I would say you, I definitely. You're, I definitely you're, you're usually me during the season, so I'm now I'm now having fun with that. Yeah, the roles exactly. are just reversed. No, yes. I, and during football season, I'm very unbiased. I definitely don't pick teams for the guys that I knew. Probably the teams that were probably good while I was in high school, and I definitely do enough research during the football season to know whether teams are good or not. But that's neither here nor there because basketball season and the championships are uh, this weekend. I five A championship here. This is the one I've kind of been the most skeptical skeptical of um, since probably December when I went to go see McKinney Christian play for the first time with these with these new guys. Um, I've been saying this that I almost like hate how close of a game this is going to be stage championship wise between McKinney Christian and TWCA. But at the end of the day, I chose the Woodlands back in November and I want to stick with that. I want to stick with everything I chose back in November and I'm going to go TWCA winning um, the five A state championship. You know, in my opinion, McKinney, might have more raw talent than TWCA. It's just they haven't been hammering teams like I think they should. They played too many close games with teams I don't think are nearly as good as them. Not to say that TWCA has absolutely massacred everyone, but they've performed very solidly. I, With my limited basketball knowledge, I think TWCA gets it done here and repeats as 5A state champion. Walker, your final game is TMI versus uh, versus McKinney. Yeah. So, uh, give me McKinney in this one. I think the, the I think the kind of the favorites should say the favorites in this one. So give me give me McKinney Christian. I very much enjoy that. I, I like hedging our bets so no one can meme us to death whenever we're we're all three on someone and they lose. What I what I have to say though, and let me let me make this very clear. And the reason why a lot of us will say McKinney Christian has played these these like you know closer games I and I'm gonna say this and people can take offense to if they want the north is more talented than the south in 5a basketball and I I think that's where it comes down to it a lot of these games have been close all year long with northern teams northern northern Texas basketball has proven to be very very good UIL and taps and um what's called and SBC they're all very good um in a, in a group combined, obviously there's been winners from the South. Like there are single teams that are very good in the South, but if you were to take all of them together and make an all-star team, I would much rather have the North and probably any most basketball division in UIL or tabs or SBC. Fair enough. Yeah. So 
me and Ryan have TWCA, Walker as McKinney. That closes out 5A, and now we move into our final group that we will be analyzing the TAPS 4A Final Four bracket, starting with the North Region semifinals pitting T- Trinity Christian versus Grace Prep. Ryan, your thoughts on the matchup on March 4th? Yeah, so Trinity Christian, Lubbock versus Grace Prep. Um, what a what a cool round before that. It was Lubbock Christian versus TCS Lubbock in the Elite Eight. I thought that was pretty cool um that they got to have that matchup and i'll go into depth here about tcs lubbock for as much as i feel like i I know about them um bryce wimbish if i think i'm saying that right bryce wimbish is a six five combo guard for uh tcs lubbock um i've i've heard things about him how he's been kind of leading this team he's a senior this year um and i know that he is definitely one of the best guys on that team uh, and then there's Marcus Ramon Edwards, which I think is a name that some of y'all know. Um, and he's on this team too. I don't know if I could tell you enough about um, how good of a basketball player he is. However, he's athletic and I have to believe that carries over just a little bit to basketball. So um, I don't know enough about the TCS Lubbock team. It is kind of hard to find information on some of these teams in 4A um, if I haven't seen them play. So I apologize. However, a team that I have seen play is Grace Prep. Uh, Grace Prep played against McKinney Christian in their tournament, and I got to see them play a lot. And I'll tell you right now, a Johnny Jameson is one of their star guys, and he averages 16.1 points per game with 6.5 rebounds per game. Uh, he's a senior. Justin McNelkin, another great player for them, 13.9 points per game. And they have a guy named Cameron Thomas, who's uh, 20, 2023, uh, 10.6 points per game. And and I think they're a very, very good team together. They came and kind of scrapped the team together this year. Uh, Josh Duke, the coach of that team, uh, kind of just put all these guys together as one and for this Grace Prep, Grace Prep team, and they ended up doing pretty dang good. So um, I have Grace Prep over TCS Lubbock in this Final Four game. Shout out Josh Duke, friend of the program. Very, very talented AD and basketball coach up at Grace Prep. Uh, not for any of those reasons, I'm going to pick Grace Prep. Um, I, I think they're incredibly talented. Uh, I've, I've the whole year have thought they're the most talented team in 4A. We will see what happens against Trinity Christian, but I, if I was a betting man, and I am, I would say they get it done there that evening. Walker, Trinity Christian, Grace Prep, your thoughts? Hold this- on. He said he's, he said he's a betting man. Uh, can we get the police sirens going off here? Betting man for high school I'm, sports? I'm over. Ah, no, 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 no. I'm a betting man on college sports. Oh. Ah, okay. good man, good man. Almost, almost caught him. Almost caught him in his tracks. Gotta um, be, you got to be smarter than that. Looking about this game, you know, Trinity Christian Lubbock, uh, e- even since I was in high school, was really good at basketball. And I remember we'd have to go take out the JV stars for SES back in the day would have to go out for the basketball and then lose terribly to TCS Lubbock. So I don't have fond memories out there, but um, Grace Prep, man, th- this team is really, really good. And uh, getting this, I sat down with them when I went and interviewed the guys for football. I sat down with their basketball basketball team, and I really got to like really get to know the guys a little bit. And it, and you could just tell the bond they have. You know, they did not like losing how they did last year. I believe in the semis or quarters, one of the two. And they want to get back to the state championship this year, and they have a good team to do it. So I'm going to give Grace Prep in this one. I think that's, that's probably a, a solid choice. Looking at the southern side of the bracket, we see JP2 face Westbury Christian. Ryan, you want to you break that game down for us? Yeah, this is not the same JP2 that's playing in 6A. Keep that in mind to anybody out there that, that would like to think these are equivalent teams. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I'm going to try to hype them up as best I can, but I have no idea about this team. Uh, Jeffrey Maladano, Maladonado, uh, 2023 uh, guard for them. I, I can assume that he's um, pretty solid. Uh, Matthew uh, Cooler, Cooler, I think is how you say his name. C U E L L E R. Uh, 2022. He's a six foot six, uh, like a, he's a power forward center. Um, he looks a, like a big man uh, for them. And then Javen Adams, 2022. Um, is also pretty solid for them. Um, this is all from what I can assume from John Paul uh, the second of uh, New Braunfels. I- I'm trying to grab whatever I can for them, but some some of the stats for them is just not online. I haven't seen them play. I'll be honest about it, and honestly, I don't think it matters. Westbury Christian is just a team that has been so good for so many years. 
Uh, Zyre Walker, 20.2, 18.1 points per game. Uh, Joey Cormier, uh, 2022, 16.2 points per game, 9.8 rebounds per game. And then you have uh, Eric uh, Holcomb, uh, 2022, 15.4 points per game, 4.9 rebounds per game. Do you all realize what those stats all mean? Those are guys that are all within four points of per game for each other, and there's three of them, which means they're putting up absolute numbers per game, and it's being consistent. If you ha- if you know anything about Westbury Christian basketball, it's that they're extremely consistent. They are in this championship every single year. Um, they used to play in 5A, and they're like DC for football. They just dropped. They were winning, and yeah. they dropped, right? Like They were already taking over 5A. I think they, funny enough, I think they might have lost their state championship to us and then they dropped the year after, which is yeah. kind of funny. I think Woodlands and Westbury changed places, uh, which was which was what the big shift was. And if you could tell, Woodlands having no problem in 5A, and Westbury has had no problem in 4A. So Westbury Christian, um, a team that's been good for years, a team that I we used to play against in my senior year and junior year of high school in state championship games, and we beat them. I think we beat them uh, twice in a row, uh, but we lost them my freshman year of high school in the state championship. So. Westbury Christian has been good at basketball, and I'm telling you right now, they're not going to lose against this uh, JP2 of New Braunfels. Um, unless unless JP2 of Plano shows up to play them, I think they'll get it done. So taking all that into consideration, I'm going to take JP2 of New Braunfels. Oh, I just okay. think they're yeah. – <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's actually I... probably, probably – <laughs> I mean, how do you bet against Westbury Christian here? I'm not going to waste your time rambling about it. Give me Westbury Christian. Walker, you want absolute chaos here? You're going to take the rational road. No, absolutely. We play, uh, I'm picking Westbury. I remember my freshman year, we play, we went to the state championship for basketball and we had to run into Westbury when they were at their peak. And all I remember is watching warmups, all those guys doing windmills and just <laughs> whatever they wanted. And that was kind of how the game went too. So, Yeah. I, I have fond memories of Westbury too. So give me Westbury in this one. So keep that in mind. Walker's team played them freshman year of high school. That's 2016. Uh, we played them 2017 and lost. They were probably there 2018, 2019. We played them in the championship and 2020. We won in the championship against them. They have been there in five, a, and they keep doing it for a, how can you be against Westbury? Yep. Except, except, sorry. Yes, you can go. Oh, so uh, that's actually a perfect segue into our hypothetical state championship of Grace Prep versus Westbury Christian, which I'm incredibly interested to see how Ryan picks. Except, sorry, I almost cut you off before you said it, but except Westbury, I know, I've heard so many people say this, and they, they, they uh, quote tweeted my thing on Twitter saying, hey, that's that's a uh, locker room material, whatever they, whatever the heck they call that, whatever. Oh, let me see. I want it to be known that this Westbury team is very great, but I have to go with my preseason pick and the team that I heard so much about and kind of lived up to his name. I'm not going to say fully lived up. I, I, I did expect them to, you know, put up like just absolute numbers this year when it came to anybody and everybody they played. They've done pretty solid in that aspect. And I'm going grace prep here. This is a crazy game. This is another one that's going to be close. Um, but if I had to pick a team, I'm going grace prep. And I would like to think that's not a bad pick just because of these teams. Um, and, and maybe when I saw grace prep, they weren't on their, their a game because they maybe weren't playing hundred percent yet, but now playoff wise, I feel like they have to be on their a game. I have to, I have to feel like they're playing at hundred percent. I have grace prep. I had them at the beginning of the year and I'm going to stick with it. Um, all my preseason picks, I have them in the state championship, winning the state championship, and they're still live in the final four. I would love for all my preseason picks for state championships, state champions to at least make it to the finals. I know for SBC, I picked Green Hill and uh, Bel Air end up winning, but at least I can, at least I'll be able to say at the end of the year, every single one of the teams I picked ended up making the finals. Hopefully I can say that knock on wood, but um, yeah, there you go. So, yeah. Um, I feel like this is pretty even talent-wise. Um, if I if this was a football game, I would pull out every single stop and give you probably the most detailed analysis I could possibly give you. I don't know enough about these two teams individually since it's basketball to say that. Uh, give me Grace Prep. I'm going to hitch my wagon to Ryan. Um, I'm going to make this Ryan's problem if we lose and say that I just picked it because Ryan picked it, but also because I like Grace Prep a lot. This is completely a biased pick. 
So again, I have nothing to lose if I do lose, but give me Grace Prep to win the Taps for a state title. Walker, it would do us all a great service if you picked Westbury, so no one can meme us to death if Westbury wins state. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I will do Grace Prep in this one. I, I, I think I think it's going to happen, man. I think those guys are good. They have their mindset going into this year. Uh, give me Grace Prep in this one. Ryan, did you say that they they interacted with something of yours and said it was locker room material? Yeah, they said it was uh they said it was state championship locker room material. Yeah, they're they're very much like that. They very much want um that kind of stuff. So here you go, Westbury. We'll just feed you more fuel of the fire. Uh, but Wes, did you pick every single pick that I picked? Just you just a hundred percent ran ran behind me the entire time. Yes, I did. Um, I'm trying okay. to think. The okay. only one I would have had um my own thoughts on was was 5a and yeah yeah no not i ran behind you the whole time again because if if i lose i just pass it up the chain of command and say hey i'm following the i'm following texas private school basketball guy it's not it's not my problem because you forget i'm going to be the soldier on the front lines here so whenever these kids all win they are they're gonna see me and be like hey texas private school podcast picked against us get him and i'm like no 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 no. okay texas private school basketball guy not me okay Uh, See, yeah, that's that's great. That's great. What were you gonna say, Walker? No, I was looking at the Houston Westbury's like basketball schedule this year. Like every team they've lost to was Antonian twice. They lost to uh Concordia Lutheran, McKinney Christian, Woodlands Christian. So it seems like every like big team they faced that actually had like talent, they kind of lost. So I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna they, have they lost to a four A team yet? Uh no, they beat Bro, they beat El Campo 101 to 51. <laughs> they beat they, they beat Pasadena First Baptist 104 to 39. That's a, I, that's I mean, rough, but I'm I'm telling you, this team is very very good. And in Grace Prep, it basically was the same way. Grace Prep's not losing to anybody in 4A, and and what's called, and they haven't seen Westbury, and Westbury hasn't seen them. I think this is a great championship battle, ver- a great North versus South battle, and will prove if Westbury can continue their. Uh, their championship, like basically terror, is what I'll call it for sure. Um, we'll see, it'll be interesting. I'm actually very excited for that game as well. I think that that is the game I'm, yeah, I'll say second most excited for behind McKinney, DC. But that actually wraps up all of the bracket analysis we have. Unless Ryan, you have anything else regarding 4A through 6A. Nope, nothing else. All I was going to say is I'm really, really sad. I'm getting so hyped about all these games that I will not be able to come. Oh, that is so sad. But, yeah, I will try to do whatever I can. I I have so much going on this weekend. It is insane when it comes to OSU athletics. But I will – I'm going to be on whatever social media I can throughout. So, uh, if you have – Anything you want me to talk about at all, I'm probably going to try to do a space Friday night. I'm probably going to try want to do one of those Friday night just because I want to like go over everything that happened. And I'm going to have Wes and, and hopefully if I can get Walker on there, if he's, if he's not too busy, but uh, Walker on there as well. And we're all just kind of go, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about uh, um, everything that happened in the games Friday. And maybe Wes can kind of give whatever analysis he has from Friday's games. So I'll be, I'll be the man on the street. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you everything I see and how I see it might not be the most knowledgeable about taps basketball, but I'll be there with my own two eyes. You need to flag people down that like players <laughs> like flag people down and then have them come on the space and be like, Hey, we're live. We're live. We're live. It's like, have them come talk in the mic. Be like, hey, hey, talking to this ear pod, talking to this air pod right here. What, what, am, I what am I doing? What am I doing? Hey Wes, Wes, you better bring back some kolaches from the check stop on your way back. You got that from West? from the where? From the ch- okay. First of all, the check stop. Do you not know what that is, dude? I don't go through West. The farthest okay. I go is Waco. If you go down thirty five, you would know it's the check stop. It's a legendary <laughs> no, stop I'm there sorry. on thirty five. Any Saturday after a football game, you'll see Baylor, TCU, Tech, A and M, UT fans all there getting some kolaches. So get yourself a kolache. <laughs> Anyone else that's in town, go get yourself a kolache. It- you and forget 35s for for Fort Worth people coming down that way. I take I take I take the Tyler way back. It's two different sponsored. worlds we live in. Not Good sponsored, point. by the way. Not but you sponsored. could sponsor us. No, Whoever makes those kolaches, you could. <laughs> I do have a hat for the check stop, but I will not wear it right now. But uh, what is the other one? Uh, Slovakit. Slovakit's the official sausage uh, yeah. of Texas A&M. Yep, there's it's in the West too. But uh. Yeah, I'm excited. I might come down for a game or two. I was about to say, or you could come down and get your own kolaches and we could both cover. 
That sounds like or a good time. or someone could send them to me. Oh, they might be kind of cold by the time. Nah, Clutches don't go old. <laughs> That's a good point. You a like we we used to get like a you know a dozen. Go you know put them in the freezer and then over time just heat two of them up for breakfast. Good times. <laughs> You're gonna eat. You're gonna eat one, and you're gonna be like, "Okay, I get it. That's what's gonna happen, Wes." And you're gonna be like, "I get it." Now. <laughs> I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy forty of them and just throw them all in my freezer and just They're not right. make breakfast for the next hey, year. Legend. Literally, they have a wall of celebrities that co- have come through over the decades. Oh my but- gosh! Imagine we can get ourselves on there. The Texas <laughs> Private School Podcast. Yeah, like, oh my god! Y'all do that <laughs> podcast about Texas Private School athletics? <laughs> Two thousand people follow that. Get on the wall. <laughs> It's missing, but uh, I mean, so kolaches is basically what I'm taking out. Go get yourself some kolaches while you're in West, people. That's all I say. We're sending you to a business that gives us no financial incentive to, to do so. That's how you know it's good. I've yeah. just given I've given them a lot of financial success over the <laughs> years of my life, so they're welcome. I'm going to show them this clip and be like, "Hey, just throw us like five hundred dollars, so so you can sponsor us." There you go. Exactly. Uh, but I I'll transition. Uh. Is, is basketball over? I mean, yes, yes. Awesome. We're, we're, we're through. I'm actually, I'm, ex- I'm, actually, I'm actually excited. I mean, for basketball, I really am. You know, I am a football guy at heart and that's what I am. But like seeing some of these guys competing, you know, competition at the end of the day is always the best thing in basketball. Sometimes the last fourth quarter of basketball games were some of the best moments you could ever watch. So I'm really excited for those. But uh, moving in, the award show should come. Honestly, should happen in the next two weeks. I'm really excited. Uh, so we'll we're gonna be talking about the award show in the next couple of weeks. You'll see some promo stuff on Twitter. Um, be excited for that. Sponsorships, if you want to reach out. I know we've talked about a couple of guys that wanted to, but please reach out if you want to, you know, have a sponsorship in there or down the line. Uh, what else? What else? What hey, else? really quickly, in terms of sponsorships, I don't want to just run over that without saying more about it. That is the only way we don't have the just raw finances to be able to cover this ourselves. It's a large financial commitment for all of us, but it's really important to us. And that's why sponsors are a very key aspect allowing us to do this award show. So please, really, if you enjoy the work we do, and you like the concept of us putting on an award show for kids and taps, please show your support by sponsoring, pledging an amount of money so we can cover the cost to get this done. Because until we cover the costs of getting all this produced, we cannot actually make the award. So please, um, if you enjoy it, if you want to say thank you in any way, that's the best way to do it. So please consider sponsoring. Thank you. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you you said that perfectly, so I'm not going to add much more to that, but um, it's a really big thing. You know, we talked about it last year of how important this is to kind of give recognition to guys that don't always deserve it. And we upped the awards from, I believe, 40 something last year up to 79 this year. And it's a lot. And we've put a lot of hours into this. We're excited for this. We like this is one of my favorite things. And I know it's for the rest of the guys. It's our, one of the favorite things we do. But uh, we'll do the awards in the next couple of weeks, probably the next two. And then going into that will be the actual awards and we'll be having to ship those out. So we'll be in contact, whoever wins that, of course. And also that transitions to our spring, summer, just school tour. Um, it's something I did last year. We got to 29 schools. A lot of them didn't get to every single one of them and kind of did an interview with all of them. But of course, we didn't get to post all those interviews, but I'm going to hope kind of doing it a different way this year so I don't get burned out as much. So sometimes like for maybe like in the Fort Worth area, have a lot of those forward schools are that are five, 10 minutes from each other all meet up in one location that I can meet up. And so we have all these, a photo of the best private school guys in Fort Worth all in one photo, which I think would be pretty cool. And then meet with each one of y'all and the teams, the coaches. And that's what we do. It is the camaraderie, build this community. Um, you know, a lot of the coaches now know us and we've built this following through this. And it's one of the biggest things we do um, and get to know guys because um, it gives us a little good insight into the teams. Uh, Really excited for this. Uh, that will be in the summer. We'll meet up with all those. But we're thinking like some of the best side of this side of in Cyprus of Houston. Hey, meet up here. Uh, all the Woodlands people in the in Houston all meet up at one school and kind of get y'all build that community of all the guys there and also just show off your school. Kind of like uh, someone else does on Twitter. And I think it's a really cool idea. But we also have a baseball episode out. I've, we've already recorded it. So after this the state championship basketball episode is out. We're going to put that baseball out. So you have another, you know, moving on to the next sport. Uh, 
Wes and I's episode about watching the film is there in the works whenever we need it. I'm excited for that one. But uh, yeah, we have a lot in the works, man. We're excited for the future. You know, you know what? You know, it's the off season for football, but we're still getting out episodes. We've done a lot of basketball more than I think last year we for sure did. Um, it's a good time, man. I love, I love doing this. You know, I love sitting down talking with you guys. It's a good time. I'm in a great mood. If y'all can't tell, <laughs> I'm, I'm just having a good time. I'm, I'm so super, awesome. I'm super excited and, and let it be known. Uh, if you haven't already, you, we have new ways for you to listen to us as well. Um, if you have a Spotify account, you can listen to us on Spotify. Um, we're going to make sure to get all those episodes out. So when this episode comes out, there should be all of the previous episodes, um, prior to this one um, that you can listen to now on Spotify as well as this new one, the, the other ones on Spotify. So we're going to try to make sure that's a big thing. We know for a while that sometimes if you don't want to have the YouTube thing playing while you're trying to listen to it in your car, a Spotify can be a little bit easier. Um, and we want to make sure that we can expand a little bit more. Uh, we got stuff in the works for this fall. Maybe a website might be coming uh, with maybe some other aspects of that. That could be totally um, a ton of fun. And we, we want to make sure that um, we're expanding and not just staying stable. We want to innovate and, and make sure that um, stuff that we're producing is better and better each year. Um, so let that be known. And we're excited to bring something new to you this fall um, and hopefully better than what we produced last fall. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, this genuinely is is consistently fun to me. I mean, it gets hard at times just from the amount of work, but never does it get boring and never do I get tired of it. I thoroughly enjoy doing this. I know I can speak for both of you in saying that as well. I mean, we started this a little over a year ago. I would have never guessed that we would have been able to make the connections we've made and be able to build this community as much as we have. And Walker, I really like what you said about whenever we're going to go to these cities and have everyone come to us. I really like the aspect you said about building that community. I think that's one of the most important things we have the potential to do. And I just think that that everyone is stronger together as opposed to individual groups. So I'm very, very excited for that. I'm excited for the summer. I'm excited for everything that we have planned. You're about to see me write some of the meanest blogs of all time whenever we get this, this website up and running. Ooh. But Oh, hey man, hey, I've, I've been oh. waiting. Hey, I used to little known fact. I used to write blogs. I had a website. I had a website for nine hundred three Vegas, and I wrote I wrote game previews and analysis on a few things. So I've so, I've got a, I've got a smidget of experience. Hey, so did I. I did the exact same thing for my <laughs> high school team. I wrote game analysis. And I wrote I wrote uh what's it called I wrote pregame things. That's that's so funny. We literally y'all. This has been stuff that we've thinked about. Like probably we're thinking about since high school. Like different things. I mean, I did a high school. I did a podcast in high school about sports. West did a podcast in high school about sports and stuff like that y'all if there are any other three people to be doing this podcast i think it would not be going the same way as it is for us i really think a lot of us i really think the three of us um are just so passionate about this and if you can't tell that from the amount of episodes we put out then i don't think you really know who we are <laughs> at this point so and like we we really like we love doing this to the point where like we want to see every single one of y'all succeed too like we want to see these guys succeed it's one of the best things when i can go up and like talk to the guys i've met in the recruiting industry and be like hey they're like hey private school guy who are some guys you have some like you can talk to me about and i can say hey there's the guys like here there there they're really going to be really good i just love seeing those guys i love seeing succeed i've seen i love signing day signing day is one of my favorite days of the year because i see these guys hard work finally pay off and it's one of the coolest things and you know state championships was always fun building this community uh, i love it i love it man and i think that's how we should honestly end it I, I was about to say i really don't think i could fathom a better way to end an episode so with all that being said as always I've been Wes Tolleson, one-third of your hosting crew. Walker Lott and Ryan Schroeder have fantastically been themselves. We will see you in the next episode. See you later. <laughs>